Hey, welcome to the Over Talking Podcast with your host, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies as chosen by our guests. And this week we watch The NeverEnding Story. What a treat. It was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's weird. about all I'll say about that now. Yeah. Well, we'll get into it a little bit more. Uh, but first, we're going to start out at the top with some listener emails. Yes, we heard once again from one of our fan favorites, uh, Charlene Johnson. Charlene Johnson, one of our favorite fans. Yes. Uh, do we want to remind uh, the listeners what Charlene sounds like? She's called in and emailed us a couple times. Yeah. Always a treat. This is her. And I quite honestly hope you rot in hell. Hmm. Anyways, as a side note, I love your show and I listen every week. <laughs> yeah. That's her. She's she's all over the place. She's yeah. uh, a kooky. Yeah. Kook. Giving us advice about rotting in hell, but also a fan of the show. Uh, so last week we did uh, the new Jumanji movie, and so she wrote us after hearing that. Uh, the subject line just says, Jumanji the movie has Rocky Johnson in it. Mm. Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson? F- just give us a fun fact about the movie. She wants to join in on the trivia portion of the but show. But it's not, it's not a, it's just like raw, it's fucking nuts. It's what, <laughs> <laughs> what, what part of it is nuts? Rocky Johnson? Is that not him? Is that a person? Oh. Uh, and then she goes on to write in the email, boys, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's the whole email. We're uh, used to, the interesting thing is we're used to emails from her that are like multiple pages long. Yeah. Last time she wrote a full on novel. Yeah. And this time we got barely anything <laughs> from her. Uh, I think she's just kind of struggles with the computer in general. Yeah. I wonder if she like hit send before she meant to. Yeah. The last like, email She's, it's, it's a little interesting. I think she is kind of struggling with the computer yet. Last time she was able to insert a sort of motivational poster email and then, uh, ended the email last time with Applebee's coupon, Applebee's coupon, Applebee's coupon, Applebee's coupon, Applebee's appetizers, Applebee's coupon, Applebee's coupon. Yeah. She does not understand. I don't think she, yeah, really good technology. She has a daughter in high school though. Right. Hannah. Yeah. I don't think that makes her that. Maybe Hannah can give her some pointers. Yeah, Hannah, on. if you're listening to this, and I'm assuming you're still getting caught up on the podcast. Yeah, staying up at all, all hours of the night listening to our radio show, as Charlene said. Right. Uh, please help your mom with computer. She Teach her how to computer, please. Yes. Um, with that, we'll be right back. talking podcast and this week we're joined by returning guest perkins welcome back hi hi friend hey friend welcome back thank you for bringing us quite a another as ken said interesting movie yeah yeah really chipper yeah <laughs> it, it really fit with what you brought us last time which was the last unicorn was that what it was called yes okay was. the very last one it's like i'm putting together a sadness puzzle for you guys <laughs> yeah yes um yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it a little bit more, but first we're going to take a shot. The shot of the month is Jeremiah Weed, sweet tea. So sweet, so tea, yes. so vodka. Uh, yeah, we're going to take a shot of this brown vodka. Cheers. 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 Oh, why? <laughs> Thoughts? It's not that bad. Questions, thoughts, concerns. It's okay. Oh, there it is. Yeah, aftertaste. <laughs> Jeez. Like you, you chose to purchase that. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. Blame Danny. Oh. I've, yeah. I, I do. I yeah. do. <laughs> Blame him. I feel like every time we, we start a new liquor that we do shots of, like the first time, 
I'm like, oh, that wasn't that bad. And then every time after that, I, it progressively gets like worse. For it's me. the opposite of what yeah. you think would happen that you'd get used to it and it wouldn't be as bad. Yeah. But this know. is worse for you. I put it in the freezer this time. I, I feel like it made it syrupy and it's like sticking on my tongue a little more. <laughs> it made it stronger. Yeah. <laughs> sticking around. its powers. It's bad. I'm going to leave it out this time, I think. I liked uh, it the first time. Speaking of last episode, Ken, you've been harping me for a new theme song. Finally gave you one. You didn't seem too happy about it. Now, it it felt like you didn't want to do it. (laughs) I don't don't know about that. I put five minutes of my heart and soul into creating a new theme song and got shut down immediately. Yeah, for people who missed it, this is what last week's was. Mm. It's the Over Talkie Podcast. We can see Jay. <laughs> but it didn't end there. Yeah. Uh. <sighs> right. This seemed unnecessary. He's hungry. Take <laughs> go again. Oh, man. And then I throw to you and you introduce the show. That's how it works. Right. And then the show starts. Right. Were you on something at this <laughs> point? That, I, that's something I didn't ask last week. High on life, baby. Yeah. Mm. You felt like you were down on, like, yeah. Like, there's down, are there downers? What is, there's uppers. And there, yeah. I don't know what that would be, but. Simultaneously high and down on life, baby. <laughs> okay. So I know I didn't get the, as strong of a reaction as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, fine. I'll make another one. Okay. And let's hear that one. Okay. So you, you sent me the file for this. I can see it's less than half the file size of the first one. <laughs> yeah. So I'm uh, It's a little shorter. I figured, yeah. You, Hopefully less eating in this one, but let's see. <clears throat> oh, just woke up. Oh, my uh, God. What? Take it away again. Okay. I will say. Hey, welcome to the show. I will say that is a step in the right direction. (laughs) I like this one better than last week. Yeah, you set the bar so low (laughs) that I am actually somewhat enthused about this one. Not going to lie. Perkins, what do you think? I don't know, man. What is going on with your voice? <laughs> Better or worse? <laughs> Better or worse from the first one? Honestly, okay. So the back half of the first one where you are eating potato chips mm-hmm. is pretty rough. Yeah. And as a listener, I uh-huh. wasn't sure who was sighing from just listening to it. Like I wasn't sure if Ken was hearing it and sighing or you were actually sighing. That was in part the of the theme oh, song. Did that, did that, that make CJ. it in there? Oh, whoops. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, but I did love the really like sad sackness. <laughs> Of the first one, or it's just like over talking about, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a Barney <laughs> thing, right? Yeah, yeah it, it was the saddest song in the happiest key. Um, <laughs> I liked, I did like the tune the in the first one a little better, exactly. but I like that you were able to incorporate multiple instruments in this second one. Yeah. Stepping on my game, it was pretty cool. <laughs> they weren't quite on beat. It didn't yeah. seem like, but I, like I said, I just woke up. It's a little hazy. I hadn't had any coffee yet. <laughs> You just rolled over to your laptop and keyboard that happened to be set up and just yeah. like start punching buttons. And I wasn't just mindlessly punching buttons, that had a rhythm to it. I bet you recorded that at like four o'clock in the afternoon and were just like very actively making it sound like you had just woken up. Would it surprise you to learn that I recorded that this morning? <laughs> <laughs> this is CJ's like, oh, we're recording today. <laughs> I was supposed to do something. I had the idea ahead of time, but in, nat- naturally I'd put it off until the last minute. <laughs> it doesn't sound like how we run this podcast at all. No, um, not, not in the slightest. <laughs> so what do you think? A new theme song nailed it this time? We're going with that the rest of the show forever and ever? So I would say I go back at it one more time. One more time? Yeah. I don't know. You're, you're, go- you're moving in the right direction. So I feel a lot like- of me. I've already given you two. Yeah. As we can tell, it does not take that long for you to put these together. So it, I think one more shot might not be a... Uh, Free time's pretty precious. Huh. All five minutes of it. <laughs> All right, fine. Maybe I'll go back to the... Maybe. Maybe okay. I'll go back to the drawing board. Tune no. in next week to find out <laughs> if we get another attempt at a theme song. I just can't please you. 
so needy. Well, I once you have it, I mean, then once you have it right, you don't have to keep making them. That's the See, thing. That's, I think that's where we're getting it. I thought I had nailed it pretty well on those ones. You got a catchy <laughs> tune, multiple instruments, and I said the name of the show. What else more does there need to be? You know, that is pretty much what I asked for. Yeah. Um, Checking all the boxes. I, okay, I'm going to throw in a couple more stipulations this time. Can't promise anything. Uh, don't sigh. Mm. Don't just... Uh, did I in the second one? I think so, a little bit. Uh, I, was trying some, to, I was trying to warm up my, my instrument, my voice. My voice. Commenting on just waking up to, is warming up your oh, voice. Oh, did that make that in there? Yeah. I, I didn't think I had recorded yet. <laughs> Um, Anything else? Go back to the first princess theme, theme song part. Go back to what? Do do do. Oh, you just want that? I like. Do you that. want less instruments? Well, have, maybe like have that as the bass, okay. but then build up off of that. You want a very slow, dumpy sounding like <laughs> do do, like I'm just waddling around. No, I'm kind of kidding. Uh, I don't know. Kind of. You could play guitar, CJ. Right? Can I? Remember back in like older episodes when we would have transitions? The, yeah. That was you. That was me. So can't you like whip that out and get get something rocking going? Oh, no, it's heavy. It's the Over Talking Podcast, like something like that. No Van Halen, kind of. If I was, I wouldn't be doing this show. That's for sure. <laughs> also, like I can I can help you. It's, it doesn't have to be like a, a one. I don't person know. You're thing. the one who's like, you better make a theme song. You make the song, I can sing it, though. That's, oh, that's, that's where I would come in. Perkins, fun fact, Ken sang in high school. Oh, I did. Here's a fun fact. I think yeah. we talked about it on some episode. Probably. Or I edited it out. I don't know. <laughs> Show choir. Definitely edited Ooh. it out then. <laughs> no, I think that was on the, the Bo episode. Oh, no. Brian. Yeah, because he was in it, too. Anyway, Perkins, any tips, thoughts on the theme song? More or less of something. Well, you're setting yourself up with this incremental progress to just Mm -hmm. like keep delivering a theme song every episode. So like, which is a mistake. Yeah, it absolutely (laughs) on your part, a hundred percent. But I think in like you know sixty episodes, you'll have it. Now, to be fair, we just wanted one by episode fifty. We're getting close. Yeah. So I'm. My thoughts are whichever one shows up on episode 50 that's it <laughs> for perpetuity for the rest of the show right that's oh how that works yeah well, i we, would love to be involved in the process going forward i do feel like we know where the floor on this is yeah so which is you know like probably the first or the second half. they're both they're just like different levels they're both of gonna the be ending up on the chopper room floor that, that's where they're gonna be <laughs> gosh you guys aren't very encouraging or positive about my my art i told you i like some things yeah, the dumpy sounding yeah, dude, dude, dude. Most basic. All right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the movie. Okay, so never ending starring Perkins. Why? Oh yeah, great question. Oh, yeah. actually, before that, uh, we need to understand what this movie is for people who haven't seen it. Right. So, CJ, can you put thirty seconds on the clock? Thirty seconds on the clock. All right. To give us a synopsis of the movie. You ready? And go. Go. Okay, there's a little boy, and he's being bullied, and he finds a book, and he starts reading it, and in that book, there is a world called Fantasia, and a nothingness is destroying all of Fantasia, and not like a black hole or anything, like a nothingness, and it's just destroying everything, and this character, Treyu, has to go through all these different quests to try to um, find this (laughs) cure for the Empress, who is the Empress of Fantasia, and um, if he does, then he'll save Fantasia. Touch the meta-ness. What? what? It's so meta. Oh, yeah. And that's it. Well done. I would say that's one of our that better ones. That was actually better than most people, yeah. <laughs> Yay. I feel like there's a lot of <laughs> increased speed. As I <laughs> a little panicky behavior. It got very uh, <laughs> panicky, yes. Although, did I, uh, to be to be fair, I was focused more on the timer than I was at listening to the synopsis. Couldn't help, was Falcor mentioned at all? Oh, I, I forgot to mention the best part of the movie, which is... And if you've seen this movie, you'll know, you basically will only remember this movie for Falcor. And he is a gigantic flying white. Luck dragon. La- right? He's a luck dragon, but he looks like a, like a dog. Big old doggo. Big long like- dog that can fly. That Who has. Can also talk. Scales? Simultaneously has scales and fur. Yeah. He's yeah, wonderful. Didn't like that. Yeah. Would have just rather it been all fur. Felt yeah. like he had some sort of skin condition. Exactly. That's what I said. It looked like he got burnt, yeah. like in an accident. Yeah. 
uh, Falcor's my best friend. Please don't speak loud. <laughs> just, I'm just worried about him. What happened there? Yeah, Where does like, fur go? Some sort of cream or something, or <laughs> some ointment from yeah. his doctor. Yeah, that might help. Uh, but uh, going along with uh, the theme of sadness. Oh God. Yeah. And actually, uh, before we get into that uh, sadness thing. Uh, this is where I, we were introducing a new segment. Where we're moving again away from the topic of the show, but we'll be back to it in a bit. <laughs> we're calling Classes in Session. Wait, what? Uh, today's Classes in Session is our first sponsored segment. Uh, Ken, here's your uh, ad copy. If you want to go ahead and read that. Thank you. Are you trying to break into the oh-so-exciting world of podcasting? Would you like to educate yourself on how things are done? Well, come on down to Overtalking University here in Chicago, Illinois. Here on campus, it's winter nine months out of the year. Take a stroll around the luxurious quad and visit the Krobus Memorial statue. Here at Overtalking University, we offer a wide variety of classes, including how to properly use a soundboard without labels. How to infuriate your co-host because you think it's funny. Putting off scheduling guests. Hashtag butts. Recording and editing the night before releasing. How to simultaneously host and derail your own show. And many more. And today we're joined by our very first guest lecturer, Elizabeth Perkins, where we'll be talking about gaining a three-dimensional understanding of sadness. Hey, listen. Listen up. Perkins, thanks for joining Classes in Session, where we're going to talk about sadness. A hundred percent. Which seems to be the theme every time you come on the show. You should really just like introduce me and then instantly have it just be like, hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> yes, I like that. The, like, yeah, dude. that's great. Um, so, yeah, it seems like every movie you bring us is depressing. Yeah. I don't feel great after watching them. <laughs> well, okay. I also do want to point out that every film I'm bringing you is a children's movie. Supposedly, eighties. Yes, that I loved as a child. It's not my fault. They also happen to teach you important things about you know existentialist dread, like this film. Does. But you know what is your fault for bringing us these movies? <laughs> <laughs> you just said something that I wanted to talk about, and obviously, I have a lot to unpack yes. with this. <laughs> there is definitely a lot to talk about with I, this. Again, I think this may have been the first question we asked previously. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Everything okay at home? <laughs> so, okay. In this movie, there's like that nothingness that comes in. and It's literally called the nothingness. It's literally called the nothingness. That's destroying yeah. everything. It just destroys everything. And you meet these like whimsical, wonderful characters, and they just are destroyed by the nothing. And I was like, is this why millennials have such problems with anxiety from this movie? Is that it? <laughs> They're just worried that the end is approaching at all times. Like, as children, we are all taught that something's going to like come in and just like... Once our hopes and dreams are done, the it, nothingness will take over. It took me a while to realize that the very first fantastical creatures we meet, we, we see them for, what, five minutes of the movie? And then it's only until, like, towards the end of the movie that we find out that they died. Oh, yeah. yeah. They got sucked up by the nothing. They get their five glorious minutes and then die. And then there's another character, a big old turtle, yeah. who I think is a nihilist or something like that, who just... It, Continuously repeats that they do not care what happens either way. Uh, the boy Atreyu even mentions that the nothingness is coming and that will destroy the turtle too. Yeah. And he basically is like, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Death is fine. Well, so the nothingness comes from... Okay, so Fantasia is from... Fantasia exists because it's like mankind's hopes and dreams and, and fantasies. of Disney. Isn't yeah. yeah, Fantasia's the like, was, thing with right. the, the dancing mops and buckets mm-hmm. and, yeah. Yeah. and Mickey Mouse the wizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wondering when we were watching it which one came out first, and I think it's the Disney one. It's got to be the Disney oh, one. De- I think that was way early on, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely the Disney one. Um, but like Fantasia, I guess, is the name of this like reality, and it exists because of mankind having like these dreams and the nothingness represented like the hopelessness that was coming over <laughs> mankind. Is yeah. that how you guys understood? Yes, it, it was like yeah, the like hopes and dreams and wishes being destroyed basically that's what it was super uplifting and yeah it caused basically this wonderful dreamland to cease to exist because we humans don't imagine anymore uh if only that was relatable at all to this day and age (laughs) i I was like too close to home 1984 movie (laughs) yeah yeah 
<sighs> and then uh, <laughs> that's not only one character that just is accepting of death. Then the we meet we return to that big old rock dude who's one of the first people you meet. Yeah, yeah. later on in the movie, who again is just like, well, the nothingness is gonna get here soon, so I'm just I, gonna like hang out and yeah. die. Because <laughs> he was like, I couldn't save all the other friends. They yeah. got sucked away by the nothing, and I'm useless. And goodbye now. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just gonna sit here and accept my fate. <sighs> but which is. All very upsetting, but we haven't touched upon the most upsetting part of the movie. The horse scene? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. So they're <laughs> they're going through the the swamp of sadness, is that correct? It was something like that. Yeah, it's so it's Atreyu. Yeah. Atreyu and his horse uh, Spartacus? I don't remember what the <laughs> horse's name was. Spartacus. It was like uh Ad- a- Adkins. A- or Jax? Or, or Jax. Or Jax. We'll sure. that. Uh, and Orjax is slowly sinking into the mud. And of sadness. It, of sadness. Mm-hmm. And Atreyu is like, oh, you're stuck. Oh, okay, well, keep moving. And then it, the horse doesn't, and it like keeps sinking. He's like, no, don't let your sadness overtake you, and the swamp overtake you. And Well, he's also crying now at this point, because his horse is about to die. Yeah, and then it does. It fades to black, and then we fade back in, and, and the he's horse still in the swamp, gone. and the, the horse is gone. <laughs> Yeah, this was traumatizing as a child, yes. to be clear. Oh, like, was my it? God. Yeah. <laughs> like early on in the movie when a, a horse gets killed? Yeah, Not, I would not to mention so. even before that, when we, we first see the little kid, literally within like two minutes of the movie, we find out the little boy's mom is dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then watch his father over breakfast make a orange juice and egg smoothie. Oh, that was the most upsetting thing for <laughs> yeah. me, was the orange juice the and death. a single egg blended together and then yeah. drinking on screen. It wasn't all the sadness or death mentioned. It was the, the fact that he poured orange juice and an egg into a blender Listeners, and drank it. can you write in if that is something like you do? Have you ever seen that before? I, I've seen Rocky eat, like drink raw eggs. Raw egg, sure, but if orange juice makes it worse somehow. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it masks like the fucking egg part of it, but <laughs> the eggy taste uh, that can't be good. There's no. no people didn't do that, right? That's not a thing. Oh, I don't know. Make a normal <laughs> drink coffee like a goddamn adult. <laughs> very concerned for people. God, he's a hard ass dad. We also don't see him ever again. No, he's we just. We oh. also don't ever see the consequences of this child <laughs> being away from home for an entire day. Yeah. One full day. He's not, he doesn't come home at night. Yeah. Well, it's worse. He's okay. So, this kid that's reading the book that he, it's okay. The kid is, like CJ said, his mother is dead. We find out like the first second of the movie. Yeah. And then he finds this book and he starts reading it. And that book is the never ending story. And that story is the story of Fantasia. But the thing is that like that kid skips school to read this book and he, is reading it in the attic of the school. Yeah. He's in school, but skips class and hangs out in the attic, which, by the way, my school's no attics. No. That didn't make sense. Especially one that did not have skeletons and beakers and dead animals yeah, on like, what? like trophy like animals. animal trophies hanging hung on the wall. Yeah. That's not a school. No. <laughs> but also Ken very accurately pointed out like the cops are looking for this child. Yeah. There's no way, yeah. There's no way they're not. Unless the dad's that bad. He was a little harsh on him in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and he was like, like, I'll treat him a lesson and just yeah. not come home tonight. <laughs> this is the life and, lesson for him. Yeah, he'll teach him. Yeah. That'll teach him. <laughs> what did he say? He's got to like stand on his feet or something. Keep his feet on the ground. Keep his feet on the ground. Like the point. I feel like the dad was like, "You have to stop being so imaginative." And then Fantasia is like, "If you stop doing that, we all die." Yeah. So um, it'd be cool if you didn't. <laughs> That'd also, be nice. That sorry. sure would be swell if yeah. you lost. Hashtag live. sorry, your mom's dead. <laughs> Also, the kid's like eight years old. Let him be. It's fine. Get back to the coal mine. (laughs) (laughs) You little whippersnapper. It's insane. Uh, Not to mention, okay, so the kid gets bullied on his way to school, gets thrown, full on thrown into a dumpster, gets out of the dumpster, runs into the bullies again. And they're like, wait, you can't get on the dumpster. And they're about to throw him in the dumpster for a second time. Super normal, more normal childhood. That's yeah, just like what happened to us all, right? Right. Jesus, I remember my time in the dumpsters <laughs> growing up. It's the best times of my life. Did you have books with you to read while you were in there? A yeah, flashlight. It's called escapism, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't know anything about that. What a sad, sad movie to yeah. start out. Were there happy parts? 
I'm like, trying to think of it. In the end, he saves Fantasia. Oh, the horse kind comes. Of. The horse comes back in the end. Yeah, the horse came back. It was to life. Resurrected or something? I don't know. It was. Everything was resurrected. Part? Yeah. Yeah. No. You saw Utreyu riding the horse. At the end. While no, the little boy's riding Falcor yeah. for some reason. Somehow enters into human reality. Yeah, the kid reading the book entered into the story and then talked about the fact that we as viewers were watching the story. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh. That was so freaky. <laughs> yeah. He says, so the the Empress, Atreyu comes back to the Empress. The, and was tri- like, the childlike Empress. Yes. the child Credited as the childlike Empress <laughs> to the Ivory Tower. He's He's... Pretty upset because he's failed, he thinks. And she's like, no, it's fine. You found the human, the earthling boy. And he's like, what the hell are you talking about? No, I didn't. And the boy is reading all of this happen. And then says, no, he's been with us the whole time. And like other people have been with him too, which has f- got to be fourth wall breaking. Yeah, like yeah. literally the viewers, they're calling us out. Which was very odd. It was like, they were with you when you ran to the bookstore to get the book. And yeah. when the children were, like, chasing you. Yeah, when you got thrown in the dumpster. Thanks for the reminder. Okay, yeah. What a, <laughs> that would have been like, you couldn't leave that part out that I got thrown into a dumpster. <laughs> I remember that. You don't have to bring that up again. <laughs> Throw me under the bus. Man. Yeah, come on. Cut me some slack here. That's, and yeah, I. it was very confusing and odd. I don't. I don't want to be acknowledged as the viewer, <laughs> unless it's a full-on comedy, and you know that like that's the shtick. But this was just bizarre. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, like they had to have. Actually, no. I'm going to say this for a, a trivia question, because um, the whole purpose was that he, this child needed to rename the childlike empress. Uh, and he was like, oh, I wish they would ask me because my mother had such a great name. And then when it came time for him to actually say it, couldn't understand what he was no, saying. No, could not understand. Didn't get, get a single like word or howling. syllable. Yeah. <laughs> As like thunder is playing and loud music. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't die like, down. Did he say a name? Yeah. Did it work? I don't know what's going on. It could have just been a gretel <laughs> scream. Yeah. Um, or he was just get letting his anger out. So that'll be one trivia question is, what was his mother's name? <laughs> that's a good <laughs> that's one. That's yeah. a really good yeah. one. Did not yeah. catch that at all. Yeah. <laughs> Which was supposed to be the savior moment. Was that the empress needs a new name and that was supposed to save Fantasia. Yes. But they don't. <laughs> Spoilers. Kind of. Well, it starts over again. Yeah. it's It comes down to a grain of sand. A glowing yeah. grain and of then, sand. And like, bing, bang, like, big bangs out again? Yeah. <laughs> so science is real. <laughs> and worlds are created again out of a single grain of sand. Yes. Glowing grain of sand. I just keep getting stuck on that horse scene, though, because <laughs> really, it's like a bog of sadness that yeah. he has to get through. And if he is sad, he has to, then, like, you sink into... And die. And die. It's... <laughs> But he was sad because he lost his horse, but he yeah. didn't sink. But he had hope, I it, think. That's a, like, full-on metaphor to, for no, depression. No, it's depression. It is a yeah. Which, like, why? Unquestionably. Kids just, movie. Like, Come on. Yeah, no, it's just like the depression island. Yeah, why Like, why bring, Why do you have to bring that up? <laughs> Which like, also, the horse didn't quite make it out of like, the depression bog. Yeah, the horse was depressing. <laughs> it's teaching kids to keep moving. And if you stop, you're going to die. You're going to sink into a swamp yeah, and die. Yeah, you're going to die of depression. This movie's the inspiration for BoJack Horseman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I hope so. Great show, by the way. There's just so many. I'm trying to. There's always supposed to be like an uplifting part in these or some lesson to take away. And I'm kind of struggling to think of any. Well, if you lose your imagination, it's like you're. You kill people. You're, exactly. <laughs> you're destroying a world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're. Your lack of fantasy could actually harm weirdo rock creatures. What was that dude's name? Anyone remember? He ate rocks. He was a rock biter. Rock mm-hmm. biter? Yes. Cool name. Yeah. So not like Fred or anything? I don't remember if he had a name. He had a cool bike, too. A little stone wheel cool motorcycle. Bike, yeah. yeah, was it a bike or was it just like something was, he was pushing? Yeah, was he pedaling that? Or was it just magic? It looked yeah. like one of those uh, concrete rollers, like steamrollers. Yeah, uh, yeah. kind of. 
Yeah, I've seen ones that are like kind hand of. push too. Oh, um, but that's what it was. So less it was cool. like a hand push. Yeah, I also like the racing snail. Yeah, the racing snail, which again saw for two minutes mm-hmm. of the movie, and then it got sucked into the nothing. Yeah, and that died. The whole the whole thing like there was more than it felt like it was like a full ten minutes of these characters at the beginning of the film who are fully puppet, mm-hmm. full yeah. on puppet. Um, and they're they're there like we're like understanding their stories a little bit, and then they fly to this other place, and then the story's over effectively. Like then it's all Atreyu who is not a puppet, um, a and that it felt boy. like it was a big jump. Uh, I wanted to know more about the other people. <laughs> you wish the movie kept on those beginning, characters? yeah, or like they joined him on the quest or something. Where would he get the racing you snails? Wish the story never ended. I do. <laughs> Yeah, I'll so, show myself out. <laughs> doesn't really live up to his name, does it? Because it did end about an hour and a half into it. Yeah. <laughs> what interesting timing! Yeah, where did he get the racing snail? Is it a competitive racing snail? What was the snail's name? Where did he find it? Yeah. What was, was the other dude's name? Where were any of those? Did we learn any of those people's names? No, no. we learned that that was a rock biter. I don't know if that's his name. It was probably in the credits, but... Oh, yeah. But not, there was maybe one name in the credits. Yeah. First bully, second bully, third bully. Right. <laughs> Those were in the credits. They were just trying to talk to the empress. Yeah, the, the childlike empress. Yeah, about the nothingness coming to take their lives and homes and existence. So sad. <laughs> the nothingness. They didn't even call it some evil-sounding thing. They're just like, this is just the lack of anything existing. <laughs> Nothing matters. Death is inevitable. Yeah. You know, like those fridge magnets that show like, that like, they're like popular in the 90s that are like all the emotions. Mm-hmm. There's like a cartoon character. Oh, yeah. I feel like, like children's movie creators in the 80s just like threw a dart and then hit <laughs> that magnet. And we're like, okay, so we're going to make a movie about dread. Okay, we're going to teach <laughs> children about dread. Sounds great. great. All right. Get perfect. them in on that early so they can have anxiety for the rest, yeah, of, their rest lives. of their lives. Let's teach them how to feel. Jeez. How to feel nothing, but nothingness but sadness and depression and that life isn't where it's all going to end. Yeah. And nothing matters. Happy to be here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. This is the part of the show where we're depressed. (laughs) (sighs) Should we just uh, swing into some trivia? Yeah, we can get to that. Maybe they'll cheer us up a little bit. That'll make it competitive, at least. Yeah. So it's time for... Hey, did you do that? Click, click. All right. Stop mentioning Um, this. First question. This movie was based on a novel. Did you guys know that? Was it called The Never Ending Story? It was indeed. <laughs> was that a, do I get a point was for that? Was that your trivia question? <laughs> no, that was not. Um, Price is Right rules. In what year was this book originally published? And I will say that it was originally a German novel. Of course. So this is Naturally. not this is before the English translation, the original published date. Uh, what year? Oh, man. Oh, gosh. 19. Am I close? 19. <laughs> 46. Okay. Perkins? 1946 German book. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Big into publishing around that time. Interesting choice. There. 1956 <laughs> is what I said, right? Yeah. Uh, 1910. Oh. Sure. Unfortunately, CJ wins that one. <laughs> uh, 1979. Oh, okay. Mm. It's more recent. That makes sense. You guys want to guess when the uh, English translation first was published? 1977. 1980. 1977, two years before the German book was published. Oh, did you say nine? 1979, unless I misspoke. But <laughs> uh, I pay attention. Um, so Perkins wins. It was 1983. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, cool. So that was fun. <laughs> We are tied, which requires another question. It does require another question. Um, this movie, did it have any sequels? Yes. Yes. Okay. How many sequels, how many movies in the film series are there? The series? Three. 
Yeah, three yeah. is what I would guess too. So I'm going to go with four. <laughs> oh, okay. It was three. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta stick to your guts. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> would you ever notice how like the Land Before Time movies have? Uh, there's thirty of them. Yes. <laughs> which is insane. Which like I feel like we all blinked and suddenly. Yeah, and t- suddenly twenty more were made. Yeah, maybe you saw the second one. If Are, that, you're really like pulling more from this mine. Yeah. I don't... Has anybody seen any of them past the second or something like that? Oh, I, maybe we know my next trip. I'm totally <laughs> okay. That's not sad enough. <laughs> Not that you know of. I mean, the dinosaurs did all die from an asteroid. Maybe that's the final movie. That's how they end the series. <laughs> and here it comes. The inevitable death accepts us all. You ready for the next question? Sure. Uh, true or false? Jim Henson was involved in the film. Oh, that was a question we had before this. 80s. Sure. Yeah. Why not? I'm going to go with no. No? Just per- to be different. Perkins is right. Damn it. He was not involved in this film. However, he was involved in one film in this film series. Oh. So was it part two or part three? Part two. Part three. Part three. Yes. Oh, whoa. Yeah, weird. Are you, are you coming in on the best part there, Jim? <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I wonder. Oh, man. Also, by the way, it was it was like his company. So it was um, yeah, Jim, Jim Henson, Henson company. Muppet comp- production company or whatever. The Jim Henson um, company. Uh, I wonder how the second or have you seen the second or third one? Oh, absolutely not. Good. No, no, no. Okay. No. <laughs> I oh man, I I know I'm never going to sit down and watch them, but I am very curious. Maybe I'll just like IMDb it and read the the plot of it. Yeah. yeah so part I'm curious. Part how it two continues. is called the next chapter, and it actually does pick up where this one at, oh. leaves off. I don't I don't think it's immediately, but it, it like is a continuation. Part three is apparently a, a new story. I guess just set in Fantasia, but it's never ending. Yeah. But it's a new one? Yeah. A, new, a new never ending story? A new never ending story. I don't believe that. I don't know. How do they. Wh- is that really a. Tr- is Felcor in it? That's really all I care about. He, yeah, Felcor's in all three. Okay, that's Thanks. good. He's the best. Yeah. How did, how did they pick up where they left off, though? Does the boy get to I go think to Fantasia and I hang out? I think it's like when, when the boy's older. Does he become the, like, the new Atreyu? Okay, do you want to just quick synopsis? Sure. But you got to do it in your movie theater voice. Well, you can't find a quick synopsis. (laughs) (laughs) There's this site called imdb.com. Yeah, I need to go there. (laughs) Have you checked that out? This is the time where we vent for Ken to go to imdb.com. He's going to look up the next synopsis. Then he's going to say it like it's a new movie coming out. Here we go. Once again, Bastion is transported to the world of Fantasia, which he recently managed to save from destruction. However, the land is not being destroyed by an evil sorceress. Or, sorry, is now being destroyed by an evil sorceress. Is this land before time? Excide. Excuse me? X-A-Y-I-D-E. Sure. Beautiful pronunciation. What the fuck is that? Uh, (laughs) So he must join up with Atreyu and face the... Again? Emptiness once more. Emptiness or nothingness? It says emptiness. Oh. So it's a new <laughs> new thing that's going to take out everything? I don't know. That is just as equally vague. The tagline is, begin all new adventures as a young boy returns to a world of wonder on the wings of his imagination. That's Falcor. They're talking about Falcor. Falcor didn't have wings, though. Yeah, he just flew. Oh, yeah, you're right. His big old ears. <laughs> he was the best. He's, he's wonderful. <laughs> Also, Bastion, that's the guy's name? Yeah. And kid's name? Yeah. That's not a name. The 80s were a dark time. Sebastian, maybe? Bastion. Bastion. I also didn't know that was his name until the childlike empress was saying it. Yeah. Yeah. Are we supposed to know that? I don't remember them ever saying the yeah. kid's name. That's why I was like, who are you talking to? It is interesting, though, that it's a film where the sorceress is coming after Fantasia and not just the, um, you know aging into adulthood and lack of imagination <laughs> of mankind but it sounds void. like it's also that too yeah <laughs> now they rebranded the nothingness yeah, to emptiness. Just another big bad way to go writers yeah the emptiness <laughs> so similar thing just lack of nothing existence yeah another uplifting tale what about the third one? Now I'm curious <laughs> if they rebooted it or whatever but technically a trilogy which I think is a little bullshit they're going to say it's part of the same thing, but not continue off where that went. Falcor's still in it, though. So they get points for that. The only thing that matters. Yeah. 
A young boy must restore order when a group of bullies steal the magical book that acts uh, as a portal between Earth and imaginary and the imaginary world bullies. of Fantasia. Uh, so I mean, it doesn't say if the young boy is Bastion or not, but Bastion, Bastion. That's oh, it it is Bastion. What? Bastion's in this. I don't know why the but how other thing said. Would he be then middle school? Is this like a hook type situation? <laughs> no, I have, a, I have a longer synopsis. Bastion's dream to get a sibling becomes true when his father remarries, but soon he has trouble with his new stepsister Nicole, and with a gang of school bullies, the Nasties. <laughs> He's oh come on, yeah. Oh man, hiding in the school library, Bastion finds his Bastion. favorite book of the never-ending story, where it later, uh, where it is later found by Slip, the gang leader. Slip, the leader of the Nasties. <laughs> Like nineteen fifties names already. What? Yeah, it's really bad. Like, is he gonna fight Marty McFly later? Yeah. Like, what's happening? Yeah. Uh, the latter recognizes the power of the book and begins to form Fantasia the after ladder? his bad intentions slip. Oh. Who's like an evil Fantasia? I guess so. Yeah, that, that sounds kind of sounds interesting. Kind of. Awesome. And this is the one with Jim Henson too, so it might Ooh. even be kind of a little bit better. And then Kermie shows up. Okay. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Come on. Why that- are there so many <laughs> songs about Fantasia? <laughs> so one more try, and then Kermie shows up. Oh, Kermie! Ah! <laughs> that was spot on. Is that Miss Piggy? Piggy? <laughs> oh, Kermie! <laughs> when she's bad. Kermie. Perkins, Kermit, Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> how Please. Could I, how could I possibly follow that? But oh, hold on. let's see. So Miss Piggy's just more like, <laughs> oh, K- oh, Kermie. No, oh, no, wow, no. she's Irish, huh? <laughs> she's oh, Kermie. Oh, Kermie. Why don't you stop the bullet to you, Kermie? <laughs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph, Kermie. <laughs> <laughs> Kermit, I like, once or twice. I don't. <laughs> oh, that, was, that, was, that was good. That was good. CJ, hello, Kermit the Frog here. Oh, that, was, that was pretty oh, good yeah. actually. Kermit the Frog here. No, I'm still not getting it. Oh. Kermit. Oh, yeah, that's, yes. that's what I was trying to do. <laughs> and then, um, and then Popeye shows up. Uh, good, 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 good. <laughs> that's all I got. Okay. <laughs> and then they show up and they save it. they save the day that's right that yeah. was the last sentence of that synopsis pretty much <laughs> and then Bane comes in yeah. <laughs> I was born in it <laughs> molded by Carmy molded by why are there so many songs about rainbows where is she that's also Kermit. <laughs> Jim Henson Company, nailing it. Yeah. Always bringing stuff to the movie. The A game. The A game. Uh, I have one more question. I know we're not tied, but... Um, Let's hear it. And I like that you write my name down as if I were competing. <laughs> no, that's for ratings later. Okay. <laughs> uh, what was the mother's name? Oh, yeah. Jeez. Can you give you you just want us to name yep. a, a name? <laughs> what would what do you think the kid said? Can we get a first letter? Yeah, oh yeah. M. Um Margaret? Yeah, that's what I was going to say cuz I think it was at least multiple syllables. <laughs> cuz he was like howling into yeah, the wind it wasn't just, for a very long Mary! time. Mary. <laughs> <laughs> this is very long. I like Margaret, dang. Uh, but I feel like I gotta choose something different. You do right? have to choose something different. Uh, now I can't even th- Michelle. Sure, <laughs> even okay. that's for sure not. I it. need you guys to both try again. <laughs> also, it's not like a normal name. Oh, great! This, this is, is like way a easier. moonbeam. I can. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mo- what? <laughs> CJ, you said it like that was close or something. <laughs> he definitely did seem like that was close. What? Like, oh, almost, Elizabeth. <laughs> I was gonna give more. More hints, but that was actually very, very what? close to the answer. Moonchild. Moon yep, that's what? it. What? <laughs> no, I nailed it. Moonchild. No, yeah. there's an, what? Seriously? <laughs> yeah. No okay, that's way. That's ridiculous. Yep. So the mom was a hippie. Moonchild <laughs> grew up in the sixties. Yeah. So when he was 
like my mother has a beautiful name. The name he was referring to <laughs> was Moonchild. Moonchild. Jesus. Uh-huh. I, I wonder if that was just like some German translation that went wrong or something. <laughs> went very awry. Yeah. Also surprised how close you were to yeah. <laughs> moon anything. I cannot believe insane. you nailed it, though. Yeah, that is nuts. That is. I was thinking of uh, what first came to mind was Mooncake, who is a cartoon character in the show Final Space, which has nothing to do with this movie whatsoever. But go check that out. It's on TBS. <laughs> TBS, very funny. Please sponsor us. <laughs> you want TBS to sponsor? Yeah. Your yeah. channel is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy that show. Moonchild. So oh, yeah, man. mother of the yeah. Grew so up that's in the, the 60s. empress's name now. Name now. The childlike empress's child-like name. Childlike empress's name. Moonchild. Empress's. Empress's. Okay. So name. unfortunately, that would make you tied, right? No. I oh, you got it. That's I right. It. Okay. So I mean, I, CJ is definitely the winner. Even if I got like seven more questions correct, <laughs> that's him still nailing Moonchild, yeah. yeah. he wins the game. That was good. <laughs> that's insane. Like it, like you winning makes it sound like we could in any way comprehend what this child was saying, and we there's no, no oh there's absolutely nothing. not. I wouldn't have even known that. Yeah, unless you told us that it started with an M, I would have been going on nothing yeah. and just spouting random names. That was very impressive, you guys. That was very... <laughs> yeah, is is the Empress in any of the other movies? And I'm asking this like you know, but I'm just curious because she wasn't mentioned in any of the synopsises, synopsi, synopsi. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's the plural, right? And Ken deeply looking at it. This is the time where we've ever had to look. She's on all three. Really? Oh, yeah, girl. I mean, it's a different. No one plays the same. No, none of the actors are the same for any character, ah, including Falcor. Oh. Um, oh, a different voice even yeah. for Falcor. Oh, that's a shame. Like every single movie, no one repeats. Do you think that Falcor, the giant Muppet creature, is like? Just dingier and dingier with each. Until the third one where he gets rebranded like as Jim yeah. <laughs> Sock that he like right. Yeah, I would love to see him with the Jim Henson version. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Oh, so I wonder, yeah, if he gets like upgraded. Maybe his scales heal and he's back to all fur. Because oh. I still assume that was an accident. When I was a kid, we had a like small white fantastic dog named Hershey, and he was like He's like a Maltese, but oh. I genuinely think like I like, and I'm the one that picked him out. And I wonder if I picked him out like because he looked like, like Falcor. Subconsciously, <laughs> you're like Falcor because he definitely did look did like he, Falcor. Did he have a skin condition? No, he was he was okay on the scale <laughs> okay. front, thank God. But I mean, he like when he like ran like the wind. It's just like Falcor. <laughs> <laughs> Big old floppy white ears. Yes, exactly. Yeah, what a cute doggo, giant Falcor, the luck dragon, the luck dragon, whatever that means. Yeah. Yeah. Scaly. We also had a Billy Crystal type character in the movie. <laughs> Who was very small. Yes. Yeah, I didn't even know that they were small until the dude showed up to That the, was not set up very well. Yeah, to the mouth of the cave. Atreyu enters or approaches this cave with the light on. You can see it's a full on like chemistry lab kitchen thing. Yes. And then it, it seems like a normal sized cave until they cut over to Atreyu in the same frame as the wife working the chemistry lab handing them some sort of potion. Yeah, I mean, from any other shot, it looked like they were just further in the cave. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a, it was, it was not, yeah, great not filmmaking. Well. It was very, like, 80s, though. Like, tw- twist? These people are very <laughs> tiny. Small. Okay, cool? all right. <laughs> we played with your sense of understanding of reality. <laughs> uh, did anything happen? At one point, Atreyu comes to, like, a mirror thing. Oh yeah, and he looks. Wasn't something supposed to happen there? I thought that's where the. So he he walks up yeah. to the mirror and he sees, or we see as the viewers, the boy reading the book through the yes. bastion. Uh, we see him reading the book in the mirror, but then nothing happens with that. And he just walks through the mirror and then that's it. They set up that as like a trial that you yeah. you were. It was like the mirror of truth, and, and you would see happened. your true self. And then most people run away like scared to death. But that was, like, all that happened. Then you just walked through the mirror to, like, move on. Yeah. It, it was no trial. Nothing happened. It no. was very strange. Yeah. No trials of tribulation or anything. And then he had to go through the two gates where one of them, the gate, um, I don't know how you would put this. Uh, Shot laser Laser beams. exploded you? <laughs> yes. Laser exploded you? Yes. yes. Laser eyes. <laughs> the, yeah. There were some laser eyes involved with this sphinx gate. 
if you walked through it and thought too highly of yourself, then the sphinxes would explode you. Or if you thought too lowly of yourself, too, you had to be perfectly in line with your true self or something like that. Yeah. And he became, uh, as he approached it, he became more concerned and like his self-confidence plummeted. And then the eyes opened up and started shooting at him. But he made it through. But all he had to do was... It was just run. Leap. Yeah. So like a true understanding of yourself is what you need. Which like... Or no. being very fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or taking four quick steps and leaping <laughs> yeah. forward a couple feet. Uh, Speed. Yeah. Years of therapy. Or <laughs> just a complete understanding of yourself. Yeah. One of those three Take options. Take pick. Full enlightenment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the second gate he just approached, didn't even have to cross. It just started falling apart. Yeah, they were like, hey, the nothingness is here. We're actually uh, decrepit and old and falling to pieces. Good luck with your quest. Yeah, give the Childlike Empress a new name and you'll save the world. Yeah. Because Childlike Empress is a pretty bad name. Yeah. To yeah, be yeah. The Frank. Yeah. Uh, to be Moonchild. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They also did, yeah, they still credit her as, did he even, she shouted Moonchild, mm-hmm. but then gets to talk to her. And then never again addresses her as that. No. He, like, shouted it, and then I think that somehow, like, brought him into the world of Fantasia. Yeah, something like that. Hmm. Yeah, super very easy to understand movie, <laughs> clearly. All over the place. Like, the, <laughs> the production values on these films... And, like, the level of cocaine that must have been happening in order to get these people to under, like, get from, like, one plot point to another yeah. must have been extremely high. Yeah, these are the types I'd be really interested to see, like, do you think they came up, well, I guess it was a book, so they had most of the work done for them. I wonder how accurate this is to the original book. Yeah. The book's got to be crazier, right? Probably. Probably. That was are you, yeah, I wonder if in the book you're reading about a child reading a book or if oh you are God. the one reading the book. That'd be so weird. Yeah. If the book starts with a kid running away from bullies, finding a book, and then the kid's reading the, a book in the book. Jesus. And then still addresses you, the reader. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I would put that down and walk away. <laughs> oh, cool. He's talking about me, the person reading the book. I'm done with this. I'm just skipping to the end of the synopsis for the book. And it says, after much searching... And on the verge of losing his final memory, Bastion is unable to find the water of life with which to leave Fantasia with his memories. So clearly, yeah, a lot more shit goes down. What? What? (laughs) Final memory? He's like... He's losing all of his memory. And if he doesn't find something, he can't... Apparently was in Fantasia and like, yeah, was going to lose all of his memories of the real world or something. But Atreyu is also in the second one still? This is all very confusing. Yeah, Atreyu. Yeah. So does Bastion get to hang out with Atreyu? Are they best buds now? BFFs forever? Best friends forever, forever? I don't know. Best friends Fantasia forever. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, actually, okay, so I wonder if this is what part two is about, but it it actually, I see where the line is drawn with where the movie ends, uh, where they name uh, Moonchild. And then it goes on and says, for each wish that he's using at the end of the movie, uh, Bastion loses a memory of his life as a human. Oh, God. Unaware of this at first, Bastion goes through Fantasia, having adventures and telling stories while losing his memories. In spite of the warnings of Atreyu and Bastion's old uh, other friends, uh, Bastion uses a rune. Don't know what that is. A rune stone? Doesn't say what that is. Uh, Something... Uh, that he apparently uses to create creatures and dangerous oh, for himself to conquer. was wearing. It was like oh, the necklace. Oh, that, that necklace thing. Wearing. Yeah. Wait, so basically what you're saying is that um, Sebastian kept on making wishes in this fantasy world and with every time he did that, he lost a bit of the actual reality. That yeah. He, so it's just like a very large metaphor for some form of insanity. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dementia. He's going, he's losing memory and can't remember anything. And like slipping farther and farther into the reality that he's constructing around him. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he's now a god, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Helping create the world. But I guess they were they were implying that all humans are in a sense because the only reason Fantasia exists is because of our imagination. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's a lot to take in. <laughs> this is what I was raised on. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Can't imagine walking away. I'm seeing this as a child. I 
was like, this is great. That dog thing was amazing. Yeah, I I hope, yeah. I guess at that age, maybe you can't pick up on all this darkness and like metaphors for depression and things like that. Hopefully. Hopefully not. <laughs> but like it must have been like... Make some sort of impression, right? Yeah. You seem to be doing okay. <laughs> I don't know people, how I'm going to be after this. That, people tell me that they're like going through a depression. I'm like, oh, did you lose your horse to the sadness mod? <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Ken, you said you, weren't, you aren't going to be able to sleep at night. Is that correct? Yeah. Some parts were too sad and scary, sad. honestly. Yeah. Do you want another shot? Will that help? No. <laughs> uh, but I would love to get everyone's ratings. Oh, oh yeah. Ratings. Ratings. Uh, Perkins, scale one to ten. What Ooh. would you rate this film Ooh. for you? I mean, Falcor is so great that it gets like an automatic five on that. At least five. Yeah. And it, what, really fast. When do you? How old were you when you saw this at I first? Would probably clock it at like five. What? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Probably can't even understand what's going on. Here. Yeah, you can't. You just walk away with the understanding that a flying giant white dog creature would be like really cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to hang out with. Yeah. yeah that's, okay, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> just ignore all that other. Yeah, stuff. and that like you shouldn't get attached to horses. Like those are the two <laughs> things you that horses are expendable. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> that's what you walk away. Don't with. bother making friends with others because they'll only leave you. <laughs> <laughs> they'll all leave you. Everything dies. But if you make a sweet dog friend that can fly, I mean, like that's for life this is how you learned about death <laughs> i told i mean like like the last unicorn yeah. everybody's parents in this era were like should we teach them about like sadness <laughs> <laughs> let's just pop this into the yeah. mm-hmm. the vcr that'll do it for us jesus um okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the six okay six okay i wasn't yeah i wasn't sure like if this was one of your favorites or just one that you uh, you obviously remember <laughs> <laughs> impacted you uh but okay six yeah ken uh it's interesting (laughs) movie wasn't great um but i did think it was interesting because i liked the whole meta thing at the end it didn't resolve quite everything at all yeah um and the puppetry wasn't great the mouths didn't move in time with Remember, the speaking. Though this was 1984, was that? <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, kind of. They had Muppets that did okay. better things than this did. Um, I mean, to be fair, I love the Muppets, but they're mostly just like cloth, like furry socks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Whereas these were like full on. Yeah, but you've seen like beasts. Dark Crystal, right? No, I actually it, haven't either. But I know that? they have the bigger things than that. Dark that, Crystal, at least lineup. Yeah, what's that? It's got. Is that the one with? Um, I've actually Dave, David that. Bowie. No, that's Labyrinth. It's Labyrinth. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Dark Crystal is um, an, another thing that Jim Henson did. I, I can't remember oh, exactly. I've what I've never it's heard about, of that. But, um, yeah, we'll have to watch that sometime if okay. someone chooses it. <laughs> um. Anyway, long story short, four and a half. Four and a half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Four and a half. Um. Yeah. Uh, it was sad. If we if we talked about that, how sad this was. <laughs> uh, yeah, the plot was uh, very weird and odd. Uh, yeah, I'll probably go like a five. That's that sounds fine. Okay, it's got Falcor. So there great. was more of him. That would have been better. He was very. He was the only cheering part of this movie. Falcor yeah. was the scariest part for me. Oh my what? gosh! When what? he was chasing after the children at the end of the film, and he's just screaming. <laughs> that was the scariest yeah. thing. Falcor had a very deep voice. Yeah, but I mean, but he was the only part that w- he was the only person that would like smile <laughs> through yeah. this whole thing. Yeah, well, it was you know a dark task. Yeah. From the beginning of this movie, everyone's just panicking that <laughs> their world's about to end. And he was the only one being like, it'll be fine. You just got to have luck. And I'm a luck dragon, whatever that Cause, is. Yeah, because I did it all the time. So <laughs> like, is that what that do, means? How do children today like understand these concepts? Like, are the Incredibles really teaching kids that like, no, they're going to die one day? I don't think <laughs> no, so. Definitely not. <laughs> nah, they're in a nice little bubble. Yeah, it's a rude awakening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. Well, speaking of sadness, guess who's here? Oh, no. Wait, did you give your rating? Yeah, five. Oh, right, right, right. Five. It's the Overtalking Overlords. They're here. They're here. 
Um, and they're here to remind me to tell you, if you like the show, please go on iTunes and rate and especially review. Reviews will help people find this podcast. Also, if you like the show, please tell a friend because we don't do any advertising of our own. <gasps> okay. I said it all in one breath because I was too afraid to breathe in while they're here. Click the stars and tell your friends. Yep. Uh, also, weird. we have uh, things. <laughs> we do have things. Uh, you can uh, email us and let us know what you thought of this uh, never-ending story uh, at overtalkingpod at gmail.com or visit our website, overtalkingpod.party. It's a real website. Or call us at upabc8151. What's the real number for that? Uh, upabc8151. Eight-sack <laughs> at 1591. Check the show notes, guys. <laughs> um, also, we have Facebook. Uh, at overtalkingpod. Twitter. At overtalkingpod. Uh, Instagram. Overtalkingpod. Tumblr. Nope. Snapchat. No. Perkins, should we get a Snapchat? No. Should we yeah. get a MySpace? We should get a Tumblr, not a Snapchat. We should get a Tumblr? But not a Snapchat. Post some some dank memes? Yes. The dankest. <laughs> all Pepe's all the time. Oh, God. <laughs> At that kind of show. <laughs> Speaking of sadness. It's uh, kind of a thank you, Perkins, for joining us. Of course. Yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on. I, I can't wait to see what along the same lines will be in your next <laughs> yeah, movie choice. That is a good question. You're kind what? of digging yourself into a hole here. <laughs> well, these films already did that for me. <laughs> I would think it'd be true. like Labyrinth or Dark Crystal, to be honest, because yeah. that's actually pretty close. I feel like there's like a there's another one that's like Secrets of Nim or something that's also oh. really terrible. I don't. There are. I mean, here's the thing. What the '80s like made for children there's endless amounts of opportunities there to be sad from so an endless supply of sadness yes <laughs> great fantastic or I just go in a different direction and we watch like singing in the rain next <laughs> that'd be <laughs> cool yeah. yeah well and as we always say never ending story never ending story there in a story. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest was Elizabeth Perkins. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.